Welcome back to Been There, Watch That. We are at BTWT Pod on all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Reach out to us. Let us know if we're doing a bang-up job or if we need to work on it a little bit more. My name is Justin. I'm here with Joe and Dave. Also, check out our website, beentherewatchthat.com. We are on episode 54, the 1998 flick, Rounders. Woohoo! Justin's pick. I gotta say, this is one of my all-time can watch anytime, no matter what point it's in. So I'm just gonna start off that way. I am really? a fan. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I think the cast is knockout, and just I love this movie. Bit of a softball for me. I'm throwing up this week just because I was unsure about the Batman, whether or not the Batman. And the fact that it was three hours and mixed reviews had me uh, really questioning my pick, and didn't want to get reamed. So <laughs> I went with a safe pick this week. I mean, Matt Damon and Edward Gordon. I mean, come on. Well, now, I'm, I'm going to pose some questions. Not right now, but I'm uh-huh. going to pose some questions about the whole casting deal on this. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but yeah, well, Matt Damon filming, period, You, it's really hard to screw that up. Oh, gosh. He was locked in there for a while. He had some good, some good ones. Yeah, that makes my pick hard because I wanted to go with another Matt Damon movie, but now I don't know if I should double down or not. Anyway, man, you get, we got the synapse here? Yep. So Mike McDermott loses his money in a poker game against Russian gangster Teddy, also known as KGB. Under pressure from his girlfriend, Joe, he promises to quit gambling. This lasts until his friend Lester, also known as Worm, Murphy gets out of prison and needs to pay off an old debt. The pair come close to earning the money back but are caught cheating. Then Mike finds out the debt is owed to Teddy and makes one last ditch effort to beat the Russian. <clears throat> okay. Poker movie. Yeah. Underground man. poker. We're talking. Kind of put the whole uh, the poker game, you know, when it's hitting the big time there. Got televised by ESPN and all that jazz. It's kind of fell all in the same time frame, I guess. Yeah, before that, you know, the idea of watching poker on TV was unheard of. Nobody was really had the interest that people have now with, with being well, I think online it, poker and all the different Yeah, I mean, it was boring, and then it got to be where it's like big-time stakes, and they all had personalities, yep. and mm-hmm. so they made it interesting. Yep. I guess the cameras all around the table where you oh, can see yeah. their cards and all that. Yeah, somebody did a good job when he said, hey, this is what we got to do. So you guys ready for a rundown? You bet ya. All right, so we have Matt Damon starring as Mike McDermott. He's known for the Ocean Eleven films, which is in our archives. Ford versus Ferrari, which is also in our archives. Yeah. And Goodwill Hunting. Edward Norton plays Worm. He's known for Primal Fear. Gretchen Mole plays Joe, and she's known for 310 to Yuma. John Malkovich plays Teddy KGB, and he's known for Red and In the Line of Fire. John Turturro plays Joey Kanish, and he's known for Old Brother Where Art Thou. Josh Mostel plays Zagash, and he's known for City Slickers, Billy Madison, and Big Daddy. And that is your casting call. Now, I'm going to throw in Martin Landau, who played Abe, who okay. was the Jewish, uh, was supposed to be a rabbi, but was his judge and is kind of teacher confident. Okay. I thought if you take, you know, Matt Damon, Edward Dorton, John Malkovich, John Turturro, uh, Gretchen Moe, so so, she did a good job, but, you know, not as much known. And then you throw in Martin Landau there. What? A home run. Yes. I mean, I thought they just played their parts to a T. 
you know, I believed that Abe was supposed to be a rabbi and, you know, kind of went astray and became a judge. And, you know, when he told that story, I was like, he just sold me on his character. Man, what a great part. Totoro is one of those guys that's in everything. You don't realize it until you kind of, well, you look back, you're like, oh, wow, he was in all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And I, I really, yeah, I appreciated his role as well. And I really like his name, Joey Kanish. You know, <laughs> he sounds like an underground poker player that, you know, just grinds it out. Yeah. I thought he played it well, you know. John Malkovich is always good. He's one of my favorites now. But, you know, it's Teddy KGB with the Rex Russian accent and the, the sweatsuits. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oreo cookies. The Oreos, yeah. Eccentric, yeah. And, uh, you know, I wasn't a big fan of Edward Norton, except in this movie. Really? Yeah. He, he's squirrely, and this, this character fit him. Yes. You know, his demeanor, his facial expressions. This fit him. You've seen him in some other things? And yeah, just, you know, it's just like, eh, he's all right. Huh, okay. He's in a movie with Robert De Niro where they, I think it might be The Heist or something like that, but, and he's kind of okay. But, you know, in this movie, like his, I could see him being Lester Worm, you know. Yep. It just, that fitting. So, and Matt Damon, Matt Damon played it to a T. He's kind of looks like the straight-laced kid, you know, kind of like the Ocean's Eleven movie. Straight-laced kid, but going astray. Yes. But not, you know, nothing mean, but just, you know, so. Because Edward Norton's character just, he comes into the picture after getting out of prison, right? Yeah. Did they, did they say what he was in for? Or did I miss that? Or? Uh, I don't remember them saying. That's a good question. Probably some sort of uh, scheming uh, or... Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was might have been some kind of Oh, scheme. credit cards. Yeah, he credit was, card fraud. Because he, he said he's making credit cards. He asked him, you're going back to making credit cards? And he's like, I wasn't making them. When he got the hot dog when they first he went That's and got right. a game poker game with Maurice and that crew. So, yeah, credit cards, something or another. Hmm. Interesting. So, so I've, got a, I've got an interesting plot, but I, or plot question, but I don't know if I want to do this now or if I want to wait. All right, well, if you're willing to wait, I'll ask you my okay. patented question. Okay. What was the most poignant part of the movie that you think of when someone says, all right, hey, or you want to tell someone about Rounders, what clip are you going to tell them about? For me, it's when they get caught cheating at the state trooper. <laughs> Municipal <Ooh>. workers. <laughs> with the, with the, with the big guys that beat the snot out of them. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, okay, you're playing against police officers. Yeah. That's the absolute dumbest place to be yeah. trying to do that. Worms just doesn't know where to, when to stop. He's so cocky. I mean, suppose you stand a better chance of doing that in Vegas and getting away with it than in the middle of a room with a bunch of police officers. I mean, that's just dumb. That, that yeah. always sticks with me, though, when the guy grabs his hand and he's caught. Yeah. Because he's, I mean, he's a, for 90% of people, your average poker player is, they wouldn't be able to detect that he was dealing off the bottom because he's so fast and he's been doing it for so long. But and what's crazy is, like, you off. notice right before that happens, the guy's eyeing him up. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to know a policeman's going to sniff out a scoundrel. Yeah. And, and then then nails both of them together, realizes real quick that they're working together, not... Yeah. Because they're... Yeah, they pretend that they've never met each other before, that they're just coming into this game, a couple average mm -hmm. poker players, yeah. not... Uh, schemers or, and high-level poker players. All right. What about you? Anybody Joseph, gotta... what you got? Uh, I'm torn between that one 
and both scenes where he's playing against KGB and he keeps going after the Oreo cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. are just, it's like, because you, the first time they show the, the Oreo cookie, I'm just thinking the guy's a nut. It's like, you're listening to the Oreo cookies, like, is it telling you something? Like, yeah. But then then we learn later that that's his tell. gotcha. Yeah, yeah that's his tell. sign. It's funny, I like how he says, don't touch X. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> a little sign on there. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. It's a good movie. And, like, when I think about it, I think of, um, you know, just where they're all laughing there in, uh, in Vegas, sitting at the Taj, at the Taj, I guess is in New Jersey, Atlantic City, sitting at the Taj. And they're all sitting there, and they're like, in his line of, if you're not who the, the fish is at the table, it's you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the sucker. Yeah, sucker. So that's kind of how I see it. Is you know, you got these people that know how to play poker, and then you got the other ones that wish they do or think they do, and you know, they're just giving their money away. Yeah, just, they have, like he said, they have no chance. So, anyway, all right. Poignant parts of the movie sounds good. Yep. Is there anything that really um, surprised you or caught you by surprise? The ending. Really? I was a little surprised, and, and Cena was, she was mad. I mean, she wasn't you know, like I livid. Kinda, she was a little, she's a little miffed. I kind of agree with you. He's thrown away all that law school. Well. Was that the part you're mad about? Well, not so much that scene. A little bit of that, but Cena was more mad about he didn't get the girl at the end. Yeah. Which one? Um, Joe? Or yeah. Joe, the, uh, he wasn't getting Joe back. But, because at the end there. You know, they're talking, and, and Cena goes, well, I was thinking that yeah. they would get back together. No. She's, so she was mad about that. And I just, She's going to be yeah. a lawyer. She couldn't be with a grinder. True. I didn't think that. I was just mad that he gave up on his law degree. I'm like, man, yeah. you got so much time invested in a law degree, and you're going to throw it away. Well, and You can coast through the rest of it. Well, he literally got all his money back that he can afford mm -hmm. to finish it out. Yeah. It's like, well, that's just dumb. Yeah, yeah. When he have to, has to go to his professor, too, and grovel and ask for 10 grand, too, that's a pretty poignant scene, I thought. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Man, this guy, he's got nowhere else to go at this point. And, and the guy. You, you can tell this professor is not happy about it, exactly. Well, I mean, I don't know, though. He kind of encouraged him, I thought, because he told him the story of, you know, how he wasn't going to be a rabbi, and that's, you know, and his family disowned him. <clears throat> and that, you know, you can't hide from what you're supposed to be doing. So you almost encouraged him not to be a lawyer. Right. True. At first, yeah, you could tell he's like, what have you gotten yourself into? But once he kind of explained himself, he's like, all right. Yeah. I mean, he was amazed and saw his talent from their little, you know, judge's poker game. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's such a tough one. I'm I'm really surprised. I kind of thought when Petra came to his apartment, you know, to tell, tell him about Worm and stuff, and she hit on him, that he turned her away. I kind of thought towards the end of the movie that those two would get back together, and that would be the, hey, let's go to Vegas and take on Johnny Chan. Mm -hmm. But that didn't happen. So that kind of surprised me, because I thought that could have been a nice tie. Yeah. That he does get the girl in the end, but, yeah. He's a good guy. That's what I appreciated. He was a good guy. And I like that he wanted to play straight up. Worm's a scoundrel. Mm -hmm. You know. I thought their conversation in the gymnasium where Worm was hiding was, you know, poignant as well. They kind of chose sides at that point. That's where he always went to go hide as a kid or something. Yeah. 
Because they grew up together since they were young? Yeah, they went to the prep school together. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's one of those movies where I felt like everybody just played their part to a T. I didn't see a weak person in there. I was going to say, I looked up the yeah. Would You Rather list last night. Literally, I only have one yeah. Would You Rather. Well, so. I mean, even Michael Rispoli, who's not a huge actor, I thought he played Grandma great. You know, he looked like a thug that oh, didn't yeah. care. And, and you know, even, what did you guys think of when he, like, caught the dog chewing on whatever? I thought they did it classy. You know, they, they moved away so you couldn't, like, see him. Yes. It. But, you know, the idea was there that this guy's vicious and it's going to break bones. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I kind of liked how they did that. It, it made you wander, but as long as you knew what was happening, but it still made you wander, and they didn't have to go all for <laughs> And I thought it was funny, though, because he's wearing, like, red long johns with his hat. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. In kind of his slum house. So, interesting. I thought he, I don't know. I like that, the lady that answered the door. You cops? You look like cops. Yeah. No, we're not <laughs> cops. Oh, you want to twirl then? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he plays the sleazy uh, criminal type very well. Yeah. Seen yeah. him and stuff before. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, they had some beeline actors there that carried a lot of weight, I thought. So. David Zoyas, I've seen him. He's in, like, Dexter. Uh, he plays a one of the policemen. Some of the judges, beeline actors. Yep. So. Yeah. Anything? I don't know. I mean, it, this movie had a lot of different stuff to tie together. You had like the Russian mob, that did some other stuff along with the underground poker. You had, you know, Maurice and whoever the other tie to Russian mob was. You know, and I thought it was funny his first day out, and he's taking on these guys and telling them English at the table, no Sputnik. Those little one-liners by Norton just yeah. made me chuckle. Yeah, you know, like no Sputnik. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what? Who comes up with that? Yeah. So the writers did a good job. I felt. Yes. Yeah, I have worms. a feeling I enjoyed this movie way more than you two. <laughs> worms, that worms, uh, quick-witted. Uh, yeah. Hundred mile an hour talking throughout the movie. Oh yeah. For me, carries a lot. Of, makes it entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Damon's a little more subdued, but Worm is just all over everybody. Yeah. And I think he played the role of a loser, you know, and he stated that in the movie. Worm played it perfect. Yes. You know, like even when he they were at the country club with the trust fund babies, you know, he's like, trust fund, rah, 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 you know, and he stomps out. Mm-hmm. You know, just. Well, I, I found online where uh, uh, on the DVD commentary, it's revealed that Edward Norton ad-libbed a number of Worm's lines. Yeah. Among them was, she crossed her legs too fast, which was a quote from Chinatown. Yeah. Huh. Jack Nicholson. So this, uh, it pulled in. It pulled in money. It made money. Did you see those numbers, Joe? No, I didn't. Let me pull that up. But, yeah, a lot of good little fun facts with it. Oh, it's budgeted at $12 million, mm-hmm. and uh, it came in. No, hold on. It's budgeted at 12 That's what I know. Made about opening weekend $8.4 million and worldwide gross was 20, uh, almost $23 million. Yeah, so it doubled its money. Um, you know, they, they uh, Matt Damon and Edward Norton actually entered a World Series poker tournament. I saw that. Yeah, and Matt Damon put in double kings and went all in and got beat by aces. 
How funny. <laughs> David Blaine helped them work a little bit with, uh, you know, cards, taught Edward Norton various handling techniques. So, pretty neat. Yeah, the guy that directed it, John Dahl, I'm just curious to see what else he's directed, anything that I've seen. And anything I haven't heard of any of the other no. films he did. This is kind of an un underground deal, I think. Yeah. Most of it, you know, set in New York, but most of it was filmed in New Jersey. Um, yeah. I like the old Turkish steam bath. That looks kind of neat. Yeah. I don't know how sanitary it is, but it looks kind of neat. Theme song, Baby, I'm a Big Star Now by Counting Crows. So, interesting. And, you know, gambling movie. I don't know. It's kind of... I don't know. I would say there's stories of this, you know, young lawyer gambles, but you know, he comes out as the good guy, which you often don't see. Right. Usually it's, you know, lawyer or financial guy tempted by drugs and kind of goes bad and you know, this one's kind of like he's a hero a little bit, taking a harder path, more risk, but you know, does it the right way. I didn't have any ill feelings for him being a poker player. I don't know. Yeah, I read just reading through reviews, somebody commented that they're kind of glamorizing this life, and yeah, and in some ways, the reality is most people, ninety percent of people, would end up going into financial ruin by trying to pull off something like this. Yeah, get themselves in I was gonna trouble. say I don't know how they really glamorized it. I mean, he lost his college tuition at the beginning. Yeah. So you show him working graveyard shift, and he tries to cheat to make his money back and gets the just completely beat up. I don't really see how it's glamorized. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, at the end, though, it all works out. True. Yeah, I mean, he, he gets his money back, and he's going to take on Johnny Chan. So they, they were talking about a Rounders 2 with a possible release in 2012, and obviously it's 22 now, so that didn't happen. Hmm. And here's this quote. Listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in your first half hour at the table, then you are the sucker. So I'm going to pose my question to you guys. Yes. I think this movie could be have the what I'm going to call the Indiana Jones effect. Okay. If we take Edward Norton's character out of there, uh -huh. the same result would happen. No, because I think he wouldn't have tempted him to play cards again. Joe wouldn't have left him, and he would have continued on with his law school deal. Yeah, but he would have lost the money at the beginning regardless. Yeah, that well, hold on. He lost the money, and then Joe threatened him, and he right. was on the straight and narrow. Yeah, but he, but I think he would have still been tempted to get his thirty thousand back that he lost. Uh, I mean, he was tempted anyway, as is any gambler or right. or addict of anything. Right. But she was helping him stay on the straight and narrow. When Worm came back into the picture, it all went sideways because of Worm. You know, it started out. It I I see it as an addiction deal where, you know, it started out as just this innocent thing. Hey, listen, we couldn't lose. It wasn't gambling. You know, just hanging out with my buddy. He just got out of prison. You know, that was his excuse. Yeah. But all he needed was that little taste. And then he couldn't shake it. You know? Because well, I think, I think he could have gotten sick and tired of, you know what? I'm tired of, run, tired of working this graveyard shift. I'm going to take the money that I've earned. I'm going to try at least double it. And then he, he hits a hot hand, oh, yeah. he doubles it, and it, it just takes him down I, the exact hey, same road. I agree with you. I just I see it as 
a catalyst by by worm. Okay. So I, I think you know, and that's he was. I agree with you. He was itching for it because if you look at the scene where he comes back and his apartment's empty, yeah. you know, and and worms like you know what makes me feel better. And he's like, what's that? He's like aces over kings, you know. And he's yeah. like, really. You know, tell me more. <laughs> so it didn't take much for him to get there. Right. At all. <laughs> yeah, he was mostly there to, already. He just needed yeah. that little... Just a little push. Yeah. Just a little taste. Just a little push like Justin's uh, movie. So yeah. I don't know. It'd been interesting to see. And I mean, you know, that that's the plot line, though, is if Joe hadn't left him and had said, hey, you know, get back on track here, then maybe the movie... But, you know, then you wouldn't have a movie. True. So Well, no, he still could have. He could have still went back... He could have still uh, played these underground tournaments. Now he wouldn't have gotten the the daylights beat out of him by the police department. Right. Yeah. But he still could have grew his money back up, and then he still could have played KGB and just cleaned him out. He could have. I yeah. mean, you know, he did that though because he was. See, that's where I like the plot. The the behind the scenes kind of thinking was he had to get fifteen thousand. Yeah. You know, there's no way, and there's you know, you can't work that off and. Grandma had already told him, you know, you're not only me, but you're into KGB, which is, the, you know, as he said, the worst kind of trouble. Yeah. So, you know, he was under the thumb anyway. Right. So at that point, he had nothing to lose. Right. So it was on. I, I don't know. Yeah. I see what you're saying, Joe. It could be a different type of movie. and Yeah. Maybe not totally necessary that Worm comes in and throws a wrench and everything. He could right. On his own, his style, gone back and won it all the right way without getting beat up in well, the process. Right. I mean, he could have, Joe could have, would have still left, and they would have still met on mutual terms at the end of the movie, and mm-hmm. Joe could have been completely cut out of the picture. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of thrown in there for entertainment, it seems like. Yeah. Fast talking person to cuss and. Yeah, I mean, and I see, yeah, I see what you're saying with the Indiana Jones effect. I, mean, I was thinking about it as you said that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's still a movie there without him. Yeah, I agree. It's interesting. See what the Big Bang Theory did. <laughs> yeah. Now every movie I'm watching, I'm like, wait a minute. If we remove this little controversy, does this turn out the same? Yeah. Or? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, he probably because it, you know, it's in his DNA. Yeah. Because imagine, okay, so here's this is what I was thinking about. You know when he goes to the judges game. Yes. That really, he got, you know, and I'm sure it was on purpose, but he got excited. You yeah. Know, he was like, oh, hey, you double down. You know, he just, like he said, I couldn't help myself. Right. He wasn't there delivering papers because or not because of Worm. That right. was part of his deal. Right. So, yeah, it could have easily See? slid right back in without Worm. Yeah. I mean, Worm, like I say, Worm was a catalyst, but. Yeah, because he already impressed them with. Uh, basically calling everybody's cards at the table oh, yeah, and not yeah. looking at it. So they could have very easily, hey, won't you come back and play with us sometime? Or, Well, he said, come sit by me. You yeah. Know? But, I mean, think about his conversation with Joe after that. He's like, I'm using my skills in poker like you told me to. And she's like, not to connive your way into an internship, <laughs> but right. with the people. And he's like, I was. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so he's arguing about why he should, you know, use those skill sets and and why that's a positive. And she's telling him, no, that's a scoundrel's way in. Right. So, yeah, Joe, I, you, you might be onto something there, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Could get rid of Lester all the way around and still have the same movie. Huh. Interesting. Could still be a good movie, too. Yeah. It doesn't totally ruin it to... No. To... It just changes huh. the uh, style. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Because yeah. also saying the old, the, the, the basically the overview of the timeline stays the same. Mm-hmm. You just don't have. Yeah, you don't have the shenanigans of Worm and the yeah, kind of. Yeah, you don't have Worm helping you get the crap beat out of you on at the police department. Did you, when you were watching it, Joe? Did you feel a little bit like, ah, we're kind of straying off the path and with some unnecessary stuff, or was not, it distracting a little bit, or? Not really. Okay. Uh, if anything, I felt since Matt Damon was in Ocean's Eleven, I was like, you know what? This could, they could use this as a possible prequel. Hmm. Kind of like a, just a backstory for his character in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. That's like, Except, well, kind of, but he was a pickpocket in Ocean's Eleven. His dad was an FBI agent and all that jazz. Yeah, but they could have... They could have twisted. I mean... Yeah, I mean, there, there could have been a push in there, but... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Funny. I don't know. I, I think the... Back to the movie, though. The highlight was KGB and just how... You know... <laughs> I like when he throws his cookies... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you knew that it was serious, and he was mad, yeah. and he was, and, and the the cards were literally against oh, him. Yeah. Is when you take the thing that says "Do not touch" and has your Oreo cookies in it, and he takes it and just throws it across the room. Well, it's such an interesting perspective, and I like his monologue through it or his narrative where he says, "Okay, you know, normally you spot a guy's tail and you wear him out," and he goes, "But I am going to rattle him by showing him his tail, which is unheard of." Yeah, and then he goes on to beat him up anyway. Yeah, you know, and he said, "This kid got alligator blood." Just check, check, check. Always hanging around, hanging around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought I don't know. I, I really appreciated John Malkovich's role in this. I thought he played it to a T. Yes. And um, you know, it just made you could tell he was dangerous, but yet fair. Yes. Which is surprising out of a mobster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you he's know. one of the few, yeah. uh, rare few. Maybe I, mean, I don't know anything about mobsters, but you know, you, you kind of get well, the feeling they're like they're all portrayed. I'm just going to kill this guy and you know not yeah. worry about it. Yeah. But instead, he tolerated, you know, because he asked him there at the end, he's like, are you feeling satisfied now, Teddy? You know, and <laughs> that kind of smart aleck remarks usually get you beaten. Yeah. But, you know, he let it go. He's like, yeah. Yeah. He he finally met his match. Yeah. And I thought it was a good scene when he went, you know, and just walked slowly back in his sweatsuit to the room, closed the door, <laughs> you know, pay this man his money. <laughs> yeah, for him, it's like, it's all about the... Beating the other people, like, the money does, probably doesn't matter to him nah. at all. It's just, like, he could take it or leave it. Yeah, it's just, it. it's more the adrenaline rush than the financial side. And being able to control people and be the, beat them at the game. Yeah. So I've heard some people uh, criticize his accent a bit. Really? That really? a little over the top. Yeah. I know he, in some of the facts, he read through, he had a Russian lady read through the lines first on set, and then he hmm. mimicked. Really? Yeah. That's smart thinking there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, pull in, you know, same as pulling in a stunt coordinator or anything else, I guess. True. Huh. So, Joe, no explosions, no gunshots. What's your, what's your, well, no, did, it, did, did it keep you entertained? He did get beat up. He did get beat up. There's one fight scene, I yeah. guess. Yes, I was. Now, I'm just going to give, I know we're not up to the ratings. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Part yet, but just a heads up, we're not going, uh, you won't see a mop bucket from this end of the uh, table. I didn't but think so. <laughs> but yes, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at like the post movie poster. I can tell you guys right now, just looking at the poster, I'd have just went next. I mean, there's yeah. literally it. There's literally nothing to capture your attention. No, it, it's picture of, of the three main characters with a New York scene behind them. Yeah. Yep. There's there okay, big whoop. You know, there's literally yeah. nothing. 
if I look at that and I see rounders, I'm thinking, okay, well, it's some kind of just action flick, nothing to do. On with. that note, pull up 21. It's another card movie. Pull it up and see if that poster entices you more. But it's about blackjack. Yes. Is that more what you kind of thought should be appropriate for this movie? Yeah, or at least a, a card in her hand or, or yeah, something. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's because as soon as you said that, that made me think of the movie 21. Yeah, some kind of inkling, too. Yeah. You're right, because, I mean, what does rounders mean? I don't even know what that means, but... Yeah. If anything, rounders, just hearing that, I'm thinking, okay, these three are involved in some kind of scheme where they're fudging the numbers or something. Like a Ponzi thing. scheme yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's it's an inside poker term, but... Yeah. I know, and that's kind of why I think this is kind of an underground movie. But, I, Justin, I'm glad you chose this. one of my favorites. Dave, have you seen The Gambler from 1974? Yes, I have. James, well, wait a minute. From 1974? Yeah, James Caan. They made a new one with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Hmm. Was that good? Uh, it's not... I'd say it's a B. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's got uh, Mark Wahlberg in it, of course, and some other B-line people. And then it's got... Um, oh, shoot. What's the new girl that's popular? She's in the Marvel movies now. Crap. Not Scarlett Johansson, but like the next girl that's... Yeah, I don't know her name. I see her here on the poster, but... Ah, what movie poster are you looking at? The Gambler. She's all the rage now. She's 2014. A... She's got the new Marvel character. Come on, Joe. You should know this. You're a Marvel guy. Uh, Brie, Brie Larson. Larson? Brie Larson. There you go. <laughs> It's got Brie Larson in it before John she Goodman. was in. Yeah, John Goodman's in it as a huh. kind of a mob guy. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's slow. Yeah. And it's a little confusing, but, you know. I like John Goodman, and he offers a lot of good philosophy. I might have to check that one out. Yeah, he throws out a line in the movie that's, he's like, listen, you got to get the F.U. money. And the guy's like, what? He's like, you know, the F.U. money. Meaning as in, you get this amount of money, you set it aside, and then if someone says, hey, you need to do this, you say, F you, I don't have to, because yeah. I have you know this sitting yeah. here. Yeah. He's like, so you need F you money. <laughs> and they have that whole talk, and at the end of the movie, he throws it back out at him. He's like, F you. <laughs> he just yeah, laughs, got, and he's like, attaboy. <laughs> he got reamed on Rotten Tomatoes, 31%. Uh, I can see it. It's super slow. It's a little confusing. Uh, you know... There are a couple of interesting aspects, otherwise, yeah. Mm-hmm. The 1974 version, 77% from the audience. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg, it's a little over the top. Like, people wouldn't tolerate the crap that, you know, like, he's a professor at a college, and I don't think the college itself would, like, tolerate his behavior and actions he's supposedly a writer but he's kind of you know falling by the wayside he has a gambling problem is you know so you know, there's a couple of funny parts here there have you seen an uncut gems yep with sandler yep yeah, probably sandler's best performance casino i'm just googling some other yeah casino's a good one Casino's kind of messed up it's scary but it's good scary because you get in that situation i could see that situation happening and being just like oh you know you're just, you're in that part where you just can't get away because you're already sucked in bad news when you don't have any choices left 
Rain Man. That's a classic. Uh, yeah, Rain Man. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, the 21, that's where the like college kids figure out a MIT, way to... MIT, counting cards. Figure out a way to... Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. I've always found that interesting, counting the cards. Yeah. I don't think I would... I don't think I could do that because... I'm very easily distracted, <laughs> so it would do literally do me no good. Well, there's a couple of things that happen, and I've been to Vegas three or four times now. I'm not a gambler, but I have, you know, had, I sat down with a friend, we played blackjack some, and, you know, played uh, roulette some, and crafts, and blah, blah, blah. Have fun with it, but, you know, I'm not a gambler. But anyway, so the part is, they serve free drinks, you know, once you're there. Now, they're watered down. I'm not a drinker either, but, uh, you know, they're watered down, or you can get a beer or whatever, but they serve free drinks while you're playing. Yeah. So it is easy, and I saw a lot of people that were, you know, you get tipsy, and then you don't know what you're doing. Right. And then you just start making bets. Yeah. And that happens. You know, I sit there and watch people. I'm a big people watcher. Yeah. And just, you know, 2, 3 in the morning, people were hammered and just making stupid bets. Yeah. Because it's fun. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, we're having a blast. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I just lost $1,000 yeah. and having a ball. Well, and I don't know if, how much they were losing, but, you know, betting well, 20, 30 bucks. Like it, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're just like, yeah, $20. Yeah, let it ride. You know, it was like, that's not a smart bet. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't care, you know. Yep. They were inebriated, so. But uh, I could see that, you know, there's so much psychology behind a casino. It's crazy. They, they feel like they're getting a deal, free drinks, but actually they're getting... Oh, no, oh yeah, yeah, they're just getting you loosened up so your inhibitions are gone. But, yeah. you know, so here's just a couple of things with casinos. One, the if you're going to play the one-armed bandit, if you're going to play the slots, play the ones by the doors. They hit yes. the most often. Yeah. Because what they want to have happen is people see somebody win and then they come in. Because yeah. they're like, ooh, somebody won. The problem is the, uh, the odds get stacked against you more as you get deeper in. Yeah. And they are designed to be a labyrinth that you cannot get out of or cannot see daylight and so forth because they don't want you to know what, how much time has passed or make it easy for you to get out. And they'll even pump oxygen in there to keep you oh, yeah. going. It is craziness. So, you know, and all the interesting games are right in the middle. So that way you got to walk by all the other stuff to get there, but you definitely want to go watch, like, you know, the craps and the roulette and, the, you know, the big high-action games. So it's it's funny, you know. I don't know. It's funny. It's sad. But if you want to just sit and watch, it is entertaining. Oh, my gosh. It's entertaining just to watch. So we were there because my son races motorcycles, and we raced. They had the championship, the Arena Cross Championship in Las Vegas. That's why I was there so much. But uh, we came down at 6 in the morning to get ready for practice and stuff because one of the big casinos has a big rodeo indoor deal. They did the PBR stuff. Yeah. And it's big enough to build an indoor track. So... You know, right <laughs> attached right to the side of this massive casino. <laughs> so we come down at 6 in the morning to grab some breakfast before he goes to practice, and there's a lady there with her head against the slot machine, not even looking, just reaching up every once in a while and pulling the the arm down, and it would clang through, you know, and then right. she'd wait till it finished and then hit the button and then clang it, but she never once looked up, and I was just like, that lady has been there all night and just, you know, <laughs> sitting here playing slots. Yeah. Not even able to open her eyes and look at the screen anymore. Just, you know, <laughs> dead to the world, just pulling the arm. Oh, just man. going through the motions. Like, what point do you have to get to to be that person? Yes. But So we saw some sad stuff like that. And then on the other hand, we saw some cool stuff. So Right. I mean, you know, they had a big uh, poker tournament there that was going on at the time, but it was all roped off. You couldn't get anywhere near it. But right. you could see, you know. Yeah. You're like 20 yards away. But it was pretty cool that went on the weekend we were there. Anyway. 
All right, so back to the movie. Justin got us distracted and sidetracked. Yep. Yep. Have you seen Molly's Game? Yep. Molly's Game's really good. Another gambling one. It's not really as much about gambling as it is the interpersonal uh, dealings with it. but The FBI tracking her and all that? Yeah, Molly's Game's on my list. Really? Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, just curious, Dave, how did this pick uh, color your next pick ideas? Well, that's I was looking at uh, another Matt Damon film, but now I'm not not sure. I'm gonna run it by you guys and see what you think. Yeah. You know, because there's a couple of things there. If you want to stick with the gambling thing, Molly's Game's on my list. Um, so, both of mine are you know kind of think piece movies, but. Oh yeah. Well, hold on. Let's rate this one up yeah, first. Yeah, it's so the third or fourth time I've seen this one, and for me, it's just a entertaining ride the whole time. And yeah. I'm gonna go large on this one. Really? I yeah. agree. I'm going large as well. I think it's not fantastically you know glued to the screen have to watch it but i think for me it's one of those you can come in at any point once you've seen it once and be like oh yeah you know and just catch a little bit of the excitement catch a little bit of the you know snarky play by edward norton you know catch a little bit of the cards and the excitement of that and you don't have to watch the whole thing i felt like you can walk away at any time and be like hey i seen you know got a couple minutes of watching and it's good yeah but norton and damon together for me is just yeah it works for me those are two that i like to see on screen and i get a kick out of it Entertaining for me, so maybe yeah, maybe not the most complex, deep thinking movie or anything, but entertaining. Yeah, Joe, what do you think? I'm gonna I'm gonna skew off the scale just slightly from you guys. I expect this though. Uh, I'm going overflowing medium on this one. I'm impressed you're that high, honestly. What yeah. did Cena think? Uh, she liked it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, she was bummed about the end. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she said, "Well, I, I like the movie." She's a Hallmark movie. Oh, yeah. So, so, you know, they always have to get together at the end yeah. and all that. So she was kind of bummed about that, but but, <sighs> but still entertained. Like I said, I'm just on the, the Indiana Jones kick. Like, if we get yeah. rid of we're, get Worm. rid of Worm, I... Yeah. You know, I, I think... Did, yeah, could have been a better movie even. I yeah. never even thought of it. Yeah. I kind of see Cena's point as well, because, I mean, Joe seems like such a nice person, such a sweet person. You know, she even tells him at the end, hey, we're still friends. <laughs> Yeah. You know, if you need a lawyer, you let me know. And he's like, I will and I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, you know, she's one of those American sweethearts that you're just like, oh, such a nice person. Right. You know? And why, why would he not do whatever he could to keep her? Right. Yeah. But you can just tell, you know, for him, it's in his blood and that's where he's got to go. Right. So, yeah, I understand seeing his plot. And I, I'm impressed that you're medium and overflowing because uh, this is a slow movie and you got to want to be able to sit through it. Right. But, okay. That's well, not bad, though. Of course, now you guys are reviewing it because you've seen it before. This was the first yeah, time watched for yeah. me. So yeah. so if I watch it again, I, it might rate well, higher. Well, that, that's a question, though. Would you watch it again? I don't know. See, I, I don't know. I just like the little scenes in it, so I would watch it, but I don't know that I'd sit down and watch it all. Yeah, watch it from beginning to end. Yeah, I don't know that I would. Yeah. But, you know, some of the scenes I still get a kick out of. Right. Did we watch uh, Not Lock, Stock, and... The other one, Snatch. Yeah, did we watch that? Yeah, for this yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, Thought yeah. So, yeah. Just movies like that and like this and uh, Ocean's Eleven. All these little. Cr- I like the crime movies. I think. Yeah. For me, that's a genre that it's. If it's well done, it's got good actors in it. It's probably going to be an automatic large for me. That type of that yeah. type of story. Kind of fitting in your niche. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you love crime stuff, I got some true crime documentaries oh, we need Jesus. to watch. Here we go. <sighs> Anyway, Ooh. Justin, you should need to watch Game Changers on Netflix. Game Changer? Yep. Okay. It's about athletes and their eating. 
It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Put that on the list. Oh, I'm reaching for my old phone. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? All right. I'll put it on my list. All right. So, what are you guys thinking? What do you want for the next round here? I got I got a whole list, and Joe, I'm, I'm mad at you because you can't find my picks that I wanted. Dude. I know, I know, I can't find. Well, we can find them. You just you have to pay for them. Yeah. Uh, You're killing me. I know. What do you guys feel like? Do you want another Matt Damon? Does it bother you to have another Matt Damon? If it's good. Oh, if it's good, no, I don't cool. care. Of course, it's good. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be good? When do I pick bad movies, Joe? <laughs> Where shall I begin? <laughs> Joe. <laughs> uh, I've got a list right here. Yeah. This All right, me. I'll give you a choice. Oh, you can have another gambling movie, or you can have another Matt Damon movie, or you can have a Danny DeVito movie. Ooh. With a little bit of Mickey Rourke in there. Wow. Ooh. Um, like, we... And NASCAR season's coming up, Joe. You got to find Stroke Race, man. We got to prime the NASCAR season for you. I know, I know, because I started watching uh, the the Bowman Gray races last weekend. So yeah, I'm in full on race mode now. Or do you want a Russian mafia movie? For me, it's a little hard because I I kind of want the one I've never seen before. What haven't you seen? I don't know. That, well, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. I don't know what I haven't seen. You tell me what's out there. Yeah. It's a big world. Like, All right, well, let me give you some choices. Let's well, do, well, let's do say, my usual. Let's well, go uh, some choices. Okay, I was going to say, let's get, let's see what we can find, and that'll help narrow it down. Well, let's narrow it down by choices first, and then we'll see what magic you can work. So, okay. Russian Mob is one. Okay. Never seen it. Another Matt Damon movie is two, and it's not Good Will Hunting. I'm waiting for Joe to pick that one. It's on my list. Yeah, and then... uh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Or we're not getting stroke race. Daggone it, you're killing me. Uh, let's see. Let me look at my list here. Russian mob. Did we watch Indiana Jones? Yeah, the first one. Okay, I didn't mark it off. Check it off. Or we can go comedy. The Russian mob doesn't have that Vigo Mortison. Sure does. I've seen that one. So maybe... Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> so not that one then. Okay. It's called Eastern Promises. Seen it. Yep. Okay. So we, all right, that kicks that one out. So now I'm say just to, just by Justin's reaction on that one, I'm not sure if I don't know. Do you not like it? Oh, I like it. It's a oh, little okay. dark. It's tough. Okay. It's tough to stomach, but boy, it's good. Viggo Morrison did a heck of a job. I thought. Yeah, I liked it. Made me like Viggo Morrison. Yeah. He's in. Have you seen that that one with uh, like the green Green Book? Yep. Yeah. That's on my that? list too. My dad was talking that one up. I've never seen it. Yeah, okay. So that could be another option, the Green Book. Viggo Morrison movie. Or we can go Matt Damon movie. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll never turn down another Matt Damon one. So. Okay, so the Green Book, it's a pay-only deal. So so what, else, what's, what we got here for as far as titles go? All right, let's look at the Rainmaker. That's my Matt Damon one. Okay. Dang on, it's pay two. Yep, it's pay two. Next. How, that's an old movie. How in the heck do you have to pay for a? What year is that? Nineteen ninety-seven. You got to pay for a nineteen ninety-seven movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen that one as well. I think. Have you seen Molly's Game? 
Nope. That's a gambling movie. Let's see where we're at now. Uh, Netflix. Hold on. Let's make sure. <laughs> Ooh, that's I'm, a... I'm, We'll sign in make sure that it's going to work. That's tempting. Or the... So, that or... Green Book, you gotta pay. Okay, yeah, Molly's Game is available on Netflix. Okay, so I'm gonna throw out Molly's Game as one choice, which okay. is a gambling slash legal movie. Okay. So it's slow, a little bit of drama, a lot of drama, actually. Okay, so what's your next pick? Or your next option? Hold on, let me look up these. Let's see what we got. Or do you want one about war? Is that the Danny DeVito film? <laughs> no, no, that's Danny DeVito's in the Rainmaker. Okay. It's based on like uh, Vietnam, so hmm. it's an older movie. It's it's 2000, but it's based in 1971. Got Colin Farrell in it. All right, I'm intrigued. I'm alright with switching gears, getting up. There. Yeah, it's up to you guys. Molly's game is really good in my opinion. But it's another one that's, you know, it's slow. Kinda. More explosions than the other one? Yeah, the, the Vietnam one's not as good a film, I don't feel. It's about war drama, but it does, it's intriguing. Like, I'll, I like it because you gotta think about, you know, what's going down. Has Bruce Willis in it? No. Oh. I don't think. Tigerland? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was looking at okay. Hearts Wars, two thousand two. Had Colin Farrell in it as well. Directed by Joel Schumacher. Okay. I yeah, that's totally up to Joe because I've never seen. Okay, well let me let me see let me see if we can stream Tiger Land. Okay, it's not looking good here, guys. Hold on, hold hold on. I'm just give me just let me. Let me double check here before I start. Now, we could go old school. If you want to throw it really back, you guys seen The Big Chill? Nope. No. Oh, The Big Chill's good. That's one of my favorites. Let's go Big Chill. Okay, let me see if it's available. It's on HBO Max. Bam. The Big Chill. Okay, Tiger. Yeah, I was going to say Tigerland's getting me nowhere. Okay, yeah, let's do The Big Chill. Out of nowhere. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, oh yeah. William Hurt. Yeah. Tom Berenger. Yeah. All right. Keep on going. The big cast. <laughs> Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. Mary yeah. Kate. Please. Yeah. Meg Tilly. Yep. One more. Glenn Co- Close. Glenn Close. Yep. yep. She plays a good role in this. Wow. This is kind of a... It's got an amazing soundtrack. Just looking at the poster, though. It, <laughs> no idea what this is about. It's just a bunch of people sitting on some rocking chairs and stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't think... This one's not going to blow you away. Looks like like a suburban family, <laughs> but man, if you yeah, it's it's a big think piece drama. It's a major drama. And I was gonna say just based on, based on the synopsis, it looks like it's gonna be interesting. All right, yeah, that's a I like the pivot. Let's get away. Okay, yeah, we can always circle back. So the big yeah. chill. Yeah, let's do this. Right. Okay, tune in next week for the big chill. Kablam. Nice. We'll have to plan ahead better than we did for our 50th show and make sure the 100th show is something big. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that we're getting terribly close, but right. just FYI. Yeah. Okay.
All right, well, there we go. Man, what a good uh, good review there of Rounders, in my opinion. I feel like it has a solid movie. And I'm, you know, Joe, I was worried about you because it's not a lot of, like, action, action. But... Well, you think I was going to give it a small or a burn? I, I wasn't sure just because, like you said, you know, it, it's one of those movies where you could pull Lester out, same outcome. You could change it a little bit, same outcome. Um, you know, one of those deals. So I think... Yeah, you know, those are tougher to give a good score to just because right. of the nature of it. But, yeah, I don't feel that was bad. I wasn't sure how I felt about it until we started talking about it. I was like, you know what? Yeah, it is pretty dang on good. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it again. Okay. Well, somebody take us out of here. That was a good show today. All right. Justin, you want you. All right. <laughs> he already turned his laptop off. <laughs> He's done. So for more news and reviews, be sure to visit our website, beentherewatchthat.com, or follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at BTWTPod for all that. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Been There, Watch That. We're on all the major platforms, and all of our episodes are hosted by Anchor.fm. All right. Been There, Watch That. For myself, Joe, and Justin, we have uh, Been Justin. There, watch That. There you go. We'll be back next week with the Big Chill, so stay up with us if you want to join us in with the action. Watch the Big Chill and join us next week. Everybody have a wonderful week. This is uh, good stuff going on here. We need some intro music. That's something we got to do. Yeah. Intro and outro, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So we'll work on that. Somebody's got to figure that out. <laughs> By episode 100, we'll have that. I, I think we dumped this on uh, Justin. Yeah. He, he's the uh, younger guy of the group, so he can have that one. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody have a great week. For myself, Joe, and Justin, we're out of here. Been there, watch that.